2: welcome back to another episode of within the lines coming at you on wednesday september 14th 2022 today we have a disney filled episode an episode that was promised to be pretty long in length and pretty uh bulky i don't know if it's actually going to be that that is because we're talking pinocchio film review disney plus original film and d23 this past weekend it was nfl sunday disney had to try to compete with the nfl on its first weekend i think it lost that competition because uh There just wasn't as much uh, big news as we were expecting out of D23, I'll be honest. Yeah, you're hoping for some big announcements, some big reveals, and we kind of got one mid-reveal. That's kind of it. Marvel-related, yes. I'm sure there might be some... There is some big-ish stuff, I guess, that's not necessarily uh, movies that we could touch on. But, yeah, it wasn't the big, you know, I thought they were going to reveal a bunch of shows and stuff. But, no, they didn't do much. Now, in the past, I think you said last week, or maybe Riley said this in a conversation, that... They talked and it was Riley because she was talking about that Pixar uh, softball show that they were talking about. And she was like, oh, they announced that last D23 and they still isn't out yet. That was actually a Disney investor meeting or investor. presentation. So, you know, I'm always trying to spin things as positive. Maybe that's when we'll get all the bigger news. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. We actually have to look forward to that. Not D23. Yes. So and I'm not an investor, but I'll invest a little bit of money if I could watch a live stream um yeah we'll talk <laughs> pinocchio no real she-hulk takeaways i think for this week to really touch on i mean we could in passing talk about it if we need to but nothing that rings you know the bell in my head did you watch she-hulk i did yeah um I, it finally feels like it's settled into what it's going to be yeah that is true and i like that let the show of the time it works every
1: time what we just become best friends yep I don't feel so good. Hulk. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs>
0: Man. The show
1: goes off.
2: Alright, Jay. Fourth episode of She-Hulk Hulk to start. Um, it just feels like they finally figured out what they want to do, and this was very much like a one-off. Look, I'm a lawyer. I'm going to I'm gonna be a lawyer for you for this one episode, and then we're going to move on. You think? You think they're not doing any other lawyer stuff? I don't know. Like, I'm sure there will be more, but I think this is the model that will make this show successful. What is the model? It's just every week you have a new Marvel whoever, even if it's not like a big mainline character. She's covering one thing. They go on a little adventure. You learn something from it. You got a B-plot. Oh, that is what you're saying. Got it. Okay. I um, thought you were saying that is what they were going away from. No, I'm saying they finally like found their footing, and that's because the other ones like there was stuff here or there. This felt like the most one-off type episode. It felt like what they've been trying to do. Yeah, and Wong's going to court, even though he could probably just kill the guy. It's um, ridiculous, and you just gotta you gotta live with it. So, who's gonna be in the episode next week? Um, tonight Falcon. I should say Falcon. <laughs> okay. I don't know if they're going to go that big of cameos. But, yeah, they also have the the, the Titiana, ti- Titania, the Titania. Titania trademark. Yeah. She she, Hulk, she trademarked She-Hulk, so there's going to be that underlying story as well. So Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think you get the underlying story, and then you get the case of the week kind of show. Yeah. Nah, next week feels like a Daredevil. They released more footage. I feel like we actually get Daredevil. I saw a new Rockstars video where they showed footage at D23, and they said there was like a a scene where there was like a little bit of sexual tension between the two. Oh, so I'm I, I mean he's blind he can't tell that she's giant and green <laughs> <laughs> well like the, the gentleman seemed to like that more so based on this previous episode fuck yeah um d23 ty what was the biggest because you said in the intro one big news what is that big big news you were speaking of i i mean the biggest news i feel like was the thunderbolts lineup reveal okay um we got finally like the cast reveal of who's going to make up the thunderbolts team um you want me to read them off yep we've done this before where you just like say if you're excited or not for something i'm just going to name off the characters give me a give me a one word one sound reaction okay valentina allegra de fontaine who is that your reaction or yeah okay who is that i don't know um V. um I don't the chick who's putting the team together. Louis Julie yeah. Dreyfus. That's yeah, yeah. what I always okay. Got it. That's, That's her long me. name. Got oh, it. There's another one. Uh, Ghost. Disappointed. Red Guardian. Old. Black Widow, but number two. Is that Florence Pugh? Yeah. Excited. U.S. Agent. Um, I don't know. Wildly Task- excited. I liked him. I liked Kurt Russell's son. Not bad. Yeah. Taskmaster. Hopefully does the character justice. It's only one word, but I can't just one word this. <laughs> Winter Soldier. Why is he in this? Yeah, don't get that. <laughs> That's the last one. I don't understand why he's a part of this team of... He's already like a reformed... Like he was a villain. Now he's a good guy. Why is he back with the villains? I can't tell you, Ty. Black Widow. Is it the people he... Oh, no, he was apologizing to people in Captain America. Yeah, he made amends. In the Winter Soldier. What was that show called? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know why he's in this. I don't get it. U.S. Agent, like very much bad guy, just got recruited. Taskmaster, why I, is he working with U.S. Agent? Again, yeah, they just had beef. They're gonna have to explain that to me, buddy. Um, Taskmaster, you could have told me that character died at the end of the movie; I would have believed you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost from my least favorite Marvel film in quite a while, <laughs> but didn't mind the character. They left her story open ended. This feels like a great. I thought they like healed that. her. They to where it wasn't painful. Yeah, but she still like had her abilities, I believe. What the fuck were her abilities gonna? She,
1: she could like phase through, through shit.
2: Yeah. Wow, so cool. I really hope they don't just rip off Suicide Squad. Oh, they are. They're definitely gonna rip off Suicide. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Winter Soldier is like the uh, the fucking Good guy leader. What The fucks that other guys? I don't know. Will Smith? Not Will Smith. The white dude who gets killed by spoiler alert Peacemaker. Oh yeah. He's got the yellow shirt. Yeah. I don't hair. Remember his name. It'll come, it'll come to me in the middle. I'm just going to yell out that name in the middle of the bottom I'm not going to look it up. That's who Winter Soldier is in this stuff. He's just playing that guy. So you say that's the biggest news they dropped? I guess. I, what else was Marvel-related that? news, probably. There was yeah. some other stuff, though. We had the trailer for uh, Secret Invasion. We did have that. Well, it's also Marvel-related. You said well, other stuff. I'm, I'm then... also saying Marvel-related stuff right now. Gotcha, yes. Which... I saw a theory that has Nick Scroll been a scroll? Nick Scroll, Nick Cage been a Nick Cage? What the fuck We're gonna Nick get there. Fury, Nick Fury. Has he been a Scroll <laughs> this whole time? Yeah, I've seen that the going around MCU. for a while. Oh, the whole. I saw after what is it, Civil War or Winter Soldier, where maybe he goes that's the that thing was I didn't like yeah. actually read it. I, I don't just know. saw like the caption. Um, there was also some armor war stuff. Loki season two. I know they had some. Um, some people come up. Uh, do a panel. They ex- Like the Miss Marvels, I know got more explanation. They like switch places when they use their powers. That's why Captain Marvel was at the end of Miss Marvel. Yep. Um, Captain America, New World Order. Our guy that we've talked about the last three weeks, the leader who I would have completely forgot about and had to Google who that was if we didn't literally just yeah. watch that film three but weeks ago. we were on top of it. We were like, oh, it's obviously that character that they're picking <laughs> back up with. <laughs> Great timing by us. So he's going to be in the new Captain America, New World Order. How they How they address that and attack that, I don't know. Um, the WandaVision director is officially revealed to be directing Fantastic Four, although there was no cast announcements. And I think that's because we're probably going to see one of them in an end credit scene in an upcoming movie. I know there was some sort of spoiler about Black Panther and like Fantastic Four. Riley wouldn't tell me what it was. If you know, Tide, don't tell me what it is. But um, there's a spoiler. And that's the rumor. The rumor is that something Fantastic Four is going to be the post credit scene for Black Panther, too. So I didn't see that. Um, I haven't even seen the rumor. I don't need, I don't know what it is, but um and I know they had some some Black Panther Wakanda Forever like footage and stuff they showed. There's that Werewolf show which is just kind of like a special. It's a one-off. Yeah, kind of side thing. Um I know there was some Star Wars stuff, none of which I give a shit about. I don't know if there's anything you cared about. Mandalorian season 3 preview. Fucking love that show. Okay. Didn't show us anything. It was very much all like they could have just reused old footage. Still pumped. Uh Harrison Ford Came out to talk about Indiana Jones Five. God, I could which, care less. I could so fucking care less. I am so off, excited. That gives us such fucking what's his name Cry vibes. Macho. Yes, is he the bad guy in this? Clint Eastwood. I mean, this is they're the same person at this point. I just can't wait for us to review this film and for us to have a breakdown about who would win in a fight: Indiana Jones from Indiana Jones Five or Clint Macho Eastwood from Cry was, Macho. I don't even remember his fucking name. No, Macho was the chicken it's one thing i do remember <laughs> was it yeah i think so um willow which is something uh a disney plus series i didn't actually watch that there was a uh, the little mermaid clip yeah which was great you know Show a lot that. of people getting mad about it because little mermaid is you know african-american which off. is stupid yep. just get over yourself fish people can be black um hocus pocus 2 don't care about that there was a trailer for that Ooh, um, lion king prequel Yes. Yes, I, I did. Riley like that. told me about that. I didn't watch it, but I don't think they showed anything. I maybe I don't. It's just fucking more CGI lion. If they did, but it was Mufasa, the Lion King. It's a pretty bitching name. Which is a smart thing to do if they're going to do another live action thing, make a new story. Spoiler for our Pinocchio review coming up at the you know later part of this pod, but yeah, it's a lot better when you just do something new. Yeah, Cruella, um, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is a trailer. Peter Pan and Wendy. Jude Law's Captain Hook. Okay i like jude law i like jude law uh haunted mansion movie another look disenchanted trailer percy jackson and the olympians yes, I, was, I was gonna build up to that thanks ty i'm ju- <laughs> just jumping around i could care less about 90 percent of these is my what about the santa clauses could fucking care less we'll never watch that oh it's two episodes it's more tim allen yeah after they just blew him off from being in *Lightyear*. Look, the Santa Claus movies have a special place in my heart, so I am excited for them. I don't think I've seen them. I used to always watch them with my Nana. So, And I guess, uh, I didn't know this, but November 16th is when they come out. That's her birthday. So nice. that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, Zootopia Plus for Miko. He does love Zootopia. Six new stories set in the 2016 movie Zootopia. Those come out November 9th, Miko. Circle your calendar um miko will just gets saturdays off now because he's in police academy congratulations miko nice um he's gonna spend all day that saturday just watching these Zootopia gonna, shorts binge Zootopia. should we be concerned about how much he likes utopia are we building this up when he doesn't actually like it this much why would we be concerned jay well i don't know like what if it's it's a little bit more than just liking it you think he's looking at the uh the bunny fan art yeah yeah mm. Um, there was two big stories, though, I think, that are bigger than the Marvel stories, if I'm being honest, that aren't Marvel-related. Number one, Inside Out 2 has been announced. Nope. Um, Inside Out 1 is one of the best Pixar movies. It comes out summer 2024. I'm very excited for that. Um, and there were some other, like, Pixar stuff they talked about that didn't really matter. I know they did some Avatar stuff. But the stuff I was very excited for as a Disney Parks fanatic myself was the stuff they mentioned about the theme parks. I don't even know if you're aware of this. You are. Um, most importantly, the Avengers Campus at California Adventures is getting a new ride. It is supposed to be a multiverse like war thing. Yeah. With uh, what this article is calling King Thanos. Yeah. It's Thanos if he just like flat out won and just became a badass. And it says it's unclear when it's going to open. I don't know where they're putting this. I don't know where the fuck they have room. Um, we talked. Me and Riley were talking about this the other day about how they should just get rid of like Monsters Inc. and that whole kind of little area over there, like. What's the point of that little area? Just expand Marvel. Maybe they're doing that. I know there's like a little lot behind Tower of Terror they could use. Um, There's that one theater that they do, the Frozen show. They could demolish that if they wanted to. All I know is this ride sounds like it's going to be badass. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be like multiverse, all these different versions of the character. I don't know if it's going to be a coaster. They haven't announced if it's a coaster, if it's a 3D screen ride. if It's It's probably a 3D screen ride. That's how they're going to make room for it is you just don't move. But that's Spider-Man. I don't know if they want to do the same type of ride. What if they do like, I don't know if they have room for like an indoor coaster like Guardians in Florida, but I don't know. I'm excited. All I know is if, since it's like multiverse themed, they literally have this wide array of characters and versions where like in theory you could get like a different version of the ride every time you ride it, which That'd is, be, that would be sick. Be pretty sick. So. you have like a random number generator and it's just like different characters and shit that you see while riding? Yeah, well they're already, kind of, they're doing this to a much lesser extent with the Guardians ride. There's eight different songs you can get. And no matter, like, each time you ride it, you could pretty much get a different song. Yeah. And it's, like, the 80s theme songs. Yeah. Pretty sick. So, I don't know. Have you rode the Spider-Man ride, the new ride that's at? Nope. Have you been there since? Nope. Oh, you haven't seen Avengers Campus? Mm, Don't think so. It's cool. It's a little small, but it's cool. I think the last time we went, we said, fuck it, and went to Star Wars instead. Super cool. Star Wars is pretty cool. Um, So, I'm very excited about that. Um, There was also some stuff about they you know the the splash mountain being rethemed to tiano's bayou adventure they already announced that um but it's supposed to arrive late 2024 they announced that tron lysic the tron tron light run it's the tron ride at disney world is supposed to open spring 2023 we were planning a trip in april so i don't know maybe we'll actually get to ride it we might have to push i don't know if our trip is supposed to be beginning of april and the ride doesn't release till end of april Hmm. should i even go yeah i know i think everyone's gonna be waiting and you're gonna get on a lot more shit but if i'm you saying push if that the ride to- no if the ride is supposed to not come out for another three weeks mm-hmm. but our trip kind of we have a very tight window where we can actually take time off it like has to be early april so yeah go. that would just suck if it's coming out like april 27th or something yeah i mean you're not gonna go on it if it's you're like the first one well they there. do virtual queues but i'm saying if wouldn't it suck if we were going two weeks before it opens? Is what I'm saying. No, I think that would be perfect. I want to go when it's open though. They do the virtual queues now, so you don't have to like wait in a line for six hours. I don't know, dog. It still, still just feels like it's going to be a long wait. Even if it's virtual, you're doing stuff in the other. No, but even like I feel like the virtual just you queue knowing is to you're go, <laughs> Well, like the virtual queue is for you to just like show up and still stand in a two-hour. It's, line. No, it's not that bad at all. It's I like don't. a thirty-minute wait. I don't believe it. It's Disney. I've done the virtual queue with Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance when it first came out. Hmm. We waited 30 minutes. It's a fucking genius system. I don't know why they haven't done this before. Yeah. Instead of making people wait seven hours. That's pretty smart. Um, so we're, I'm excited about that. There was also some stuff. Uh, there's frozen frozen attractions going to Hong Kong, um, Tokyo Disney and Disneyland Paris. It's on my bucket list to go to every Disney park, but I don't know if I'm gonna go to Hong Kong or Shanghai. China just kind of scares me. Why? Just because you know, the government isn't the best. Oh. with like travelers and stuff. Jay, we're what? gonna lose all of our fucking sponsor money. You can't. We'll never be able to release this in China now. Nothing against people. I just the government scares me. Well, yeah, they'll they'll deplatform us. <laughs> um, Disney World's Magic Kingdom is adding an Encanto area, a Coco area, and a Villains area in coming years. There was also something else. Oh, they're doing a um a Tangled ride at, I think japan is that just like a Tokyo? drop is it just a drop from her tower no it's the uh like when they're on the boats with the lanterns and stuff oh that's supposed to be sick. like that so i'm sure it's probably like a boat ride where it's just like a kid's ride you go through it and then the final scene you probably open up into this big room with like floating lanterns and shit which would probably look really sick i'm sure it will yeah you're not so. wrong there okay cool that's all the park news ty i know you care a lot about it yeah all right elemental the other pixar movie they announced I don't know about this. Oh, it's like a little fire creature and a little water creature. It's a Disney oh. Pixar movie. Nice. So I would be excited for it if Pixar hasn't fucking sucked here, <laughs> here recently. recently. Oh, Riley had a good idea, and I didn't talk to you about it beforehand. Maybe we, well, we're not doing Disney next week. Of like us breaking down kind of like the last X amount of Pixar movies versus Disney animation, like really breaking it down and doing like a side this by side kind of thing. Yeah, but we can find. I mean. That, we could do that whenever. We'll find time for that. Yeah, because we were talking about that, and I was saying how Pixar is kind of taking a step back and Disney animation is kind of taking a step forward in that regard. I'm all in on that. So do a full ranking. Yeah, like movies since 2010 or whatever yeah. Like whatever our cutoff is. I remember we, we established a cutoff when we talked about this. I think it was Up, everything after Up. Something like that. Yeah. Besides, like, Coco. Which yeah. Coco might be one of one on the last, like, You know, talking movies since 2015. Either that or Moana for you. (sighs) (laughs) I would have to sit down. I would have to just sit down and do some like (laughs) hit the lab and fucking start seeing what's going to come out on top. Oh man! Speaking of theme parks, I I've been craving to go to Universal Studios here recently, Ty. Just to tell you about my life a little bit. I don't like Universal Studios. Really? Yeah, super overrated. So I always tell Rod, like I've always said this. It's fun, and I didn't do this on purpose. I always say Universal Studios is a once every three years place. Disneyland you can go once a year. Like yeah. Universal it's once every three years. We went to Universal in January of twenty twenty is when we went. Isn't that like right before COVID? Right before COVID, yeah. And we're planning to go again December of twenty of this year. Like so that's right like at three that three years. year mark. Like but like I haven't had the itch at all to go to Universal until here recently. i am just like, I want to go to Universal. Mm. It just came up. You're hitting. You're coming <laughs> yeah, up almost, in that three years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. we want to take Gavin because he's finally brave enough to ride stuff. So, yeah. And it's I feel like theme parks are more fun when you go with – I'm at that age where they're like kind of more fun to go with a kid yeah. or someone who hasn't been there like when my family went to Disney World. It's like, I don't know. It's more fun. I don't know. Fuck yeah. That's why when you have a child, I'm just going to take him them to theme parks. It'll be a blast. <laughs> Can't wait to scare the shit out of him at the Haunted Mansion. it be wonderful. <laughs> You're a dick, (laughs) Ty. Anything else about D23, though? Did I miss anything? I kind of read down the list, I think. Yeah. You didn't talk about it. Are you excited for Percy Jackson? I know you love it. It doesn't look that good. What the fuck? Looks like low budget. How? I don't know. The screenshots. Looks low budget. Bad costume design. I don't want to get my hopes up for it. I I don't want to say hopeful because I just said I'm not, but I hope that it's good. I would really like it to be good. It does not look like they're going to be spending the money on this in order to make it good. It's going to be good, bro. Okay. I don't remember much about the books, I'll be honest. Which I'm kind of excited for. I'm excited to kind of like watch it and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, and like, but not fully remember what happens. Yeah. Because I don't just a little bit. P- That's how it was when I uh, watched the... A series um, of unfortunate events. Fucking thing. I never would have pulled that. I completely drew a That's blank. That's how it was for me yes. too though. Yeah, I was like, this This seems vaguely familiar. Yeah. And I just kind of knew. And that was good. And hopefully they just follow that formula. It's a five book series. So you figure if you do three episodes a book, I don't know if they're going to do that many. Two episodes a book. Two episodes doesn't feel like enough. I don't know how long the episodes are going to be though. That's the thing. Yeah. You could You could probably do like three. Act one, two, and three how long like an hour though oh that feels you figure long. if they're 30 minutes though then you're probably just pretty much going into movie territory and then but movies always feel rushed that's what made series of unfortunate events so good is each book was two one hour episodes or whatever mm-hmm. well that's what i'm saying probably 3 45 minute episodes that puts you right at you know north of 2 hours yeah yeah gives you time to expand on it time to actually yeah. enjoy the content in the book um, but the issue is, if they do that, they're going to run out of money, and it's going to look like shit and be very unbelievable and be it's bad. It's Disney, bro. They're not running out of money. Percy Jackson is has a big following. You don't realize how big the following has. I'm not arguing that at all. I just don't think that they're going to be it's spending money on better than Harry Potter. It. That's so incorrect. If they would have just made Harry Percy Jackson movies instead of Harry Potter movies, Percy Jackson would be the thing we're anti. Because we're anti-Harry Potter podcast. We'd be an anti-Percy Jackson podcast. But no, Harry Potter, mediocre films that just freaking took (laughs) off because of the time they were released. Okay. You're part of an anti-Harry Potter podcast. You got to say the movies are mediocre. I do have to. It's in my contract. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and plus, I mean, the the author is just a hateful person. So if you like Harry Potter, what does that say about you as a yeah, person? Oh, there we that's go. What I always say to Riley, <laughs> that's a that's a big spin zone. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm a good person. and I don't support her. I found out. I just saw this on Twitter like a week ago. There is a an Asian character that has like an extremely racist name. I don't no. remember what it was in Harry Potter. No, Harry Potter. I do know that like he's got a crush. I mean, the actress is Asian in the films. Very a stereotypic on. name. Cho Chang. Is that her name? Cho Chang. The first love interest for lead character Harry Potter. I feel like you can't name her that if you're a British white woman. Yeah. I don't know. That could be problematic. Also might be like culturally accurate, but is it just like. Yeah, that's one of those things. I don't know. Yeah. When does it become insensitive? I don't know. I think the moment J.K. Rowling does it, that's that's when it becomes problematic. <laughs> was she really homeless? I don't know, dude. I feel like this is one of those things where, like, she just had, like, a rundown apartment. And she or, told like, people she was homeless. Like, oh, I was homeless, but actually, like, she was just in the middle of moving and didn't line up the dates. So, it was, like, a three-day span. <laughs> I was homeless. I had food stamps for two months. So, I was homeless. Look at me. I'm oh. a, I'm a I thought that was a, I thought that was an actual quote. <laughs> no, no. I, I wish I I wish I knew, but she seems like a shitty person. So, I mean, she went to fucking college. She did. She did do that. Um, is it true that J.K. Rowling's was homeless? Uh, no, she wasn't homeless. She was unemployed, living on government assistance. She went back to where she lived in a television resort about her life. Honestly, the apartment is better than many I've lived in in the USA.
1: Hmm.
2: She came up with Harry Potter on a train that got delayed between Scotland and England. Uh, this is just a random person who actually does have the same name as an uh, Angels pitcher, Jose Suarez, <laughs> on Quora. Nice. Um, she did not own home after divorcing and stayed with her family. She then moved into a British version of a housing project. She was never out on the streets. Of course. Of course you lied. It's JK Rowling. Ty, do you want to dive into Pinocchio? Do You got anything else? I don't. Let's talk about it. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor has been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. In an Italian village, the wooden puppet Pinocchio is brought to life by the blue fairy and seeks the life of adventure while striving to be a real boy. Pinocchio's life is turned upside down when he leaves his father to follow the circus. Was that the uh, synopsis for the animated movie that was released in like 1958, or for <sighs> this one? I mean, it is for this one, but it was probably like a copy and paste. <laughs> um, when did the first Pinocchio come out? Nineteen something. Guess, I got it. I'm gonna say 1919. Nineteen? Oh! Are you serious? I'm. Just, I don't know. <laughs> just 1940. Maybe the book. The book came out 1883. Oh shit! So I see I gave it too much credit. That's the real first Pinocchio book's better than the movie. <laughs> well, most of Disney's like original movies are just fairy tales that they yeah. just ripped off, and they became pretty much their own property. Yeah. So, directed by Robert Zemeckis, um, mm-hmm. known for things such as. I haven't got there yet. I'm I'm looking. I know the name. Oh. <laughs> Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Flight. I know he's an award winning. Um, the Witches, is that is that the movie I'm thinking of? Is that the movie you reviewed? It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Producer on that. Oh, these are all things he's a producer. He's a director on uh, The Polar Express, Castaway, Forrest Gump, Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3. Uh, a few other things. This guy's done a lot. A Christmas Carol. This guy has done a lot. Malcolm, welcome to Marwin. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm very, very well-known director. I mean, you do Back to the Future, you're you're in. Well, that and Forrest Gump. No. Even though Forrest no. Gump's overrated. Exactly. Um, We don't give anybody credit for that. Mid-movie. So mid. A lot of people would, though, Ty. A lot of Rochelle people would. made a very funny joke on the way to work uh, today, mm-hmm. um, talking about The Little Mermaid. And and she said something. She said she ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan, because she's a fish. Mm-hmm. It made me laugh so hard because <laughs> everyone's just being racist over a fish woman, and she <laughs> she ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Um, Ty, I don't know how to review this movie. <sighs> I struggled with this. Like I I just don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Now I, full transparency, I haven't seen the original Pinocchio. I said that last week, but just in case anyone missed it. Have not seen Pinocchio, so you're just shitting on a film that you don't even know if it's the same as the Who original. Who said anything about shitting on it? You're saying it's unoriginal, I think, because you said tell new st-. earlier in the pod. You said tell new stories, don't just make remakes. I did say that, yeah, yeah, you're correct. You never, you don't even know. This was a completely different film than the animated, was it? Have you seen the animated? a Completely different storyline. You, we talked about it last week, and you, I said something about eating a whale, and you're like, I don't fucking know. I have seen it. Uh, it's been a while. It's it's the same storyline. <laughs> I've been like I said on the Pinocchio ride.
1: Got and it. Yeah.
2: This storyline seemed to follow the ride storyline, so I you know, think the ride tells a better story in 30 in a minute 30 seconds. No, this I'm pretty like obviously like certain scene changes, but the overall plot of like the the circus and then I think being captured, I don't really know about that. Definitely going to like the the kids being crazy and becoming a donkey thing. That for sure is in there. And I'm Mm -hmm. assuming since the whale is in the Disneyland ride, that was also in the original film. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. He's in the original. Who voice acted Jiminy Cricket in this? I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought it was someone who, like, you would know the name. I'm looking it up right now. No matter who it ends up being, I'm just going to, before I look it up, no matter who it ends up being, I just want to say I don't ever want them to voice act again. Wow. I hated their voice so much. Oh no, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> I knew it was someone. I like him. <laughs> oh, Ty. That's my unbiased opinion. If I would have known it was him, I would have made excuses. I hated him in this. You're, why? Why be mean to him? I did not like it. It was such a fucking cringe. Like it, the voice would just felt like he was like, "Well, I'm gonna do a silly voice." <laughs> the entire film. <laughs> oh fuck. That's great. I like Joseph Gordon Levitt too. I apologize for that. Yeah, I didn't know uh I did I didn't know that it was him. Hmm. I feel bad. <laughs> but I- I've got it. It did sound like, yeah, like that you make that joke though that it-, it sounds like a uh like someone just like, hey, do a voice and yeah. he's not like properly trained, which I usually don't give respect to voice actors. This is why you give respect to voice actors because this happens if you don't. He sounded like a dad reading a storybook to his kid before they go to sleep, and like the character changed, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm Jiminy Cricket." (laughs) It was really bad. The second he started talking to open the film, I was like, "This." I hope he like has a strong part of this to where he's. I wish he would have been trapped in that jar a little bit longer. (laughs) Oh, you're a dick, Ty. You're a dick. I don't feel um, bad about it. No, these these live-action movies, though, I mean, me and Rai were talking about it. Like, they haven't made very many good ones. I mean, I said this last week. Like, Beauty and the Beast was okay. <sighs> Jungle Book's probably the best one, and that was the one that differed the most from the original because they went a little bit more in the book. I know that, but it was still mostly the same story. Did you say Cruella yet? Um, no, I have not said Cruella yet. But Cruella's, like, not a remake. It's not at all. That's what you're saying. Like- but live-action, yes. But I'm saying these remakes, the only – like there was the, like I said, Jungle Book, which was kind of different. It worked yeah. good. And Beauty and the Beast was okay. Yeah. But then you go completely different. You're like, oh, this is actually good. Mm-hmm. Like just stop retelling stories that you've already told. Aladdin, even though I liked Will Smith, you know, Riley says that's controversial opinion by me. Yeah, are you you still Will Smith, fan after. Well, she said it was controversial. Well, maybe that is why she, uh, never mind. That's a bad person you're supporting. You know that, right? How, what's so bad about him? He was standing up for his wife. No. He's problematic. I think, um, bold take here, I saw this somewhere. He's actually a terrible person. He's just a, such a good actor that he made people think he's a good person beforehand. He's a good person. He was standing up for his wife. I think he's in such an, a Such a great a performance in Richard. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that movie today because I was listening to a podcast. So I was talking about Serena's last yeah. you know appearance here, and I was like, I kind of want to rewatch that movie. So good. He did fantastic. And I'm 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 Team Will Smith. No, I am. Yeah, he, all he did was slap a guy. We support celebrities for far worse than that. <sighs> I just I think it's a I think it's a bad precedent to set <laughs> where you can get attacked for the jokes you make, Jay. <laughs> How would you like it if you made an off-color joke and someone walked in and attacked you while recording this pod? Well, it's 2022. We should all be nicer to each other anyway. So. Oh. Where's the line drawn from being a bully to just being a joke, bro? <laughs> I don't I'm just fucking around. But, yeah, and then Riley said the Cinderella movie was okay. I never seen it. Um, and then, obviously, the Lion King movie, which you told me, was not good. I also didn't see that. But, like, where did, like, I don't know. I guess their whole point in making these is just money, realistically. Yeah. Because, like, what's the best thing that's going to happen when you're just copy and pasting a story but with actors like no one's gonna be like holy shit this is a cinematic masterpiece like they've already seen the story play out like even if you do it to perfection and you give incredible performances like how good are they really gonna like is the movie going to be received that well when it's something that has already been done a whole lot of enjoying a film and and giving it credit for what it is is the originality and something you've never been you know never seen before where this not only is something that's been done before, it's it's quite literally a fucking remake, like a copy and paste exact replica. My only theory is that like children nowadays aren't really watching like these really old. But like that doesn't really fit for Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast. But like I guess like a movie like Pinocchio, kids nowadays aren't watching the original Pinocchio. So this is a way for them to kind of get a new audience on it. But I mean, it is just for money. It's hey, let's remake this popular franchise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um I will say I'm trying to find the fucking what the exact title of it is. There was a Winnie the Pooh movie that came out five years ago. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin? That's a good movie. Very good movie. That one's a good one. I'll give him credit for that one. But even that, like that's I don't know if I would like it's a remake. It's kind of like another original story using the properties. Yeah. That movie made me cry. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> Gets you emotional um you might also like paddington too still need to watch that again they i've heard their incredible films next week's uh, movie review marcel the shell with shoes on it's been compared to paddington so really yeah paddington isn't it like just chilling at 100 percent, like 99 constantly yeah marcel the shell also 99 incredible so you're, you'll like it the, spoiler i've already seen it it's a masterpiece is the one percent who i think it is no are we sure I mean, I looked before and I didn't see him, so unless he recently reviewed it. Speaking of Mr. Armand White, we, I feel like we haven't brought up his name in a while. Mm. He hasn't been doing movie reviews. Good. Hopefully he got fired. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad dude. No, he hasn't reviewed it. He also hasn't reviewed Pinocchio. Okay. So, fuck him. Jay, um, there's a part in this film. I, I know we we're looking at like the overview and remakes. There's a very specific part in this film. Where he goes to the, I want to say carnival, but the other things like there's the puppet show and then there's the carnival, right? Mm-hmm. And he is partnered up with the child. Mm-hmm. I I think I have a new Artemis Fowl. That child, that kid, I want to put him and Artemis Fowl in a cage match to the death, and watch them just beat the living shit out of each other, <laughs> because it was the worst cringiest, annoying performance I've ever seen out of any human being, animal, animated character, ever. Uh, Lewin yeah. Lloyd, Lampwick. Fuck this kid. It wasn't great. It-, it wasn't great. I mean, I didn't like the kid either. He was obnoxious. He was pretty annoying. But I thought that was kind of by design, I guess, for the type of character it was. No, I didn't- his stupid fucking New York accent and shit. It's like, give me a break. Fuck. That's funny. I didn't. I never thought for a sec that like, man, I'm I'm gonna hate this guy. So, man, I'm gonna. I feel this way about the way, I feel the same way about him that Tyler feels about Artemis Fowl. I never thought that. So, no, this kid, I don't know what it was, but like the second he showed up on screen, it was worse than Jiminy Cricket. Like I gave, <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt some more shit because he had a bigger role in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a bigger name, but I didn't know that at the time. Though. True, true. <laughs> Uh, this kid, though, just the worst. <laughs> don't use child actors anymore. At all? No. Okay. Just give it to adults, de-age them. <laughs> yeah, because that's worked out great, all the de-aging we've seen in movies. I, fuck it. I don't even care. If I don't ever have to see something like this again, I'll accept it. I'd rather take the fucking evil chick from The Atom Project and that <laughs> CGI than this performance. What about the kid actor in The Atom Project? It seemed like you liked him. He was fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into the scale, tie Again, hard movie for me to rate. I, I don't – we can't really be 30 points off because I feel like there's 0% chance you could – I feel like you're within 10 points either way no matter what. But I have no idea where your mind is sitting here. Usually I have a good idea of where we'll be. Okay. Today I have no idea. Plot slash story. Now this is the problem is I think the story of Pinocchio is a classic one, and I think – on its own like a singular story and the message it's saying you know there there's some some stuff there although people a lot of people talk about pinocchio's nose growing they only do that like once in this entire movie twice once or twice once i think is that something that's gotten overblown since the movie like it only happened in the original once or did they cut down on that trope i couldn't tell you maybe that was something that was made popular by shrek <laughs> maybe they did I that i was in about a to say that like pinocchio's the best Pinocchio that's my Pinocchio he does a whole lot of having his nose grow in that franchise he does I think maybe that was something they picked up on and popularized it in the early 2000s yeah it never clicked to me that like that was the same character but two different media properties and everything yeah um look I gave this a 10 like it didn't it's not a new story so I feel like I can't give it anything higher than half credit but I didn't think the story itself was bad yeah there's obvious like quote-unquote logic jumps but it's a fucking it's a fairy tale you know what i mean so it's like i'm fine with that i gave it a 10 because again i don't i don't see they didn't really do anything new i guess i'm sitting at a six. Oh jesus christ ty no <laughs> respect for the pinocchio story no i think i don't again i don't really remember the pinocchio story but there was just too much going on in this movie to even with the source material I think that's how the original is. But it's just so scattered. It's like, hey, I'm doing this. Okay, I'm coming back. Oh, just kidding. I'm going to go do this. Okay, just kidding. But it's like, it feels like it was like a mini story. Like, uh, what's the Tom Sawyer? Mm -hmm. Tom Sawyer, I don't know what the fuck that's called, actually. Huckleberry Finn? I don't know. Whatever. It just felt like that, where it was like they had a couple different adventures and they just like pushed them all into a film. Well, that's probably because... The book probably went into more detail on all these, like, different pit stops of Pinocchio's life back in 1883. Yeah. And then Disney got it and was like, hey, let's make an hour, 20-minute movie out of this because back then that's all they could do. And, you know, that was what it was. Yeah. I, which is crazy to think because this was, like, a two-hour movie. The original Pinocchio had to have been shorter than this because they didn't make that long of movies back then. And no chance he animated longer than, like, an hour 20. It was – let's see here – Oh my God! What are we looking at? Sorry, I was saying, "Oh my God!" about something else. Oh, um, don't <laughs> look at it. Um, was it um, hour twenty-eight? Miko send you some of his Zootopia fan art. No, what do you think? Uh, Pinocchio the original has on Rotten Tomatoes. This what? is not your random Rotten Tomato movie review, but know, like a eighty-one, one hundred. No one. No. That's gross. Hundred. How many reviews? Seven sixty. That's a lot. <laughs> one hundo do i need to watch the original pinocchio no because you just it's the same it's the same as this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're good i promise i just i feel like the story was all over the place and the whole thing of like oh he wants to be a real boy like not really not in this adaptation he, he could kind of give a shit about being <laughs> a real boy he wanted to be famous and then he wanted to not be a fucking donkey <laughs> yeah and then he wanted to save his dad yeah yeah, <laughs> but like he, he really could give two shits about being real. I don't think we ever said, but um, it has a 28% around Tomatoes, 34 audience. I don't Ooh. think we ever said that. Yeah, Bad reviews. Yeah. This I, I, again, like I still gave it a 10. I don't I haven't seen the original Pinocchio. Yes, it was cluttered and scattered, but I kind of just viewed it as like it was the original. The original's an iconic story. So maybe I gave it too much credit for that, but very much going on its own merits here as its own story and its own film dog shit story okay so would you say that about the original pinocchio as well i'd have to rewatch it (laughs) (laughs) but i wouldn't be afraid to i'll tell you that much (laughs) oh are these live action movies making the originals worse putting them under putting them under the microscope yeah (laughs) or bringing out you know bringing some shit to light yeah that's interesting (laughs) maybe um again i won't say no Visual cinematography tie. So the consensus Rotten Tomato thing says visually stunning, but blah blah blah, it sucks. Stunning blah, blah, blah. Um, visually dazzling, but soulless is the first four words of the critics' consensus. Um, the audience says, "Just watch Disney's original Pinocchio instead." I like that. Um, <laughs> That's good. That's good take. What did you think of the visual slash cinematography on this tie? I really wish you were giving your score first here. Why? So you could fucking piggyback off me? I don't me? adjust nothing. I'm just very curious where you're at. I'm at like an 11. My hands are up. I'm not touching nothing. I never change anything. I'm at an 11. Okay. I think they tried to do some stuff that looked good. I think Pinocchio looked fine throughout. Yeah. Um, But I wasn't like blown away by how that character looked. Like it looked like a fucking animated puppet in a live action film. Um, I think the when he goes with all the other kids and shit, like there's a lot going on there. So, it isn't the best CGI, but, like, visually, it's trying to overwhelm your senses and everything intentionally. That scene when he goes to Pleasure Island? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it is, actually. Which, isn't that what they call Jeffrey Epstein's Island? I have no idea. What do they call Epstein's Island? Oh, maybe it was just Epstein's Island. No, isn't Pleasure Island Anchorman? Or is that Pleasure Town? Oh, fuck. It says he's going to Pleasure Town. I think it's, I don't know. Um... Anyway, I got to look that up. Yeah. That scene though, that was a scene like when I was a kid, if I would have watched this movie when I was like, it's pleasure town. Yeah. When I was like eight, like, cause when I was a kid, I don't know if this is true for everyone, if this is true for you, for just me, but there was like certain scenes in movies where a lot of shit would happen. And like, I would like rewatch it. Like that'd be my favorite scene. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, Oh, look at this cool, amazing, like thing that would be it for me in this movie like if i was a kid like i would have re that scene on loop just because it was like wow look at that that's so yeah. amazing like I'm tr- i can't think of another movie where it's like that where it's just like big and grand door and you're just like wow you know like somewhere you want to yeah pretty much yeah like the casino in the spongebob live action movie don't know if you've seen that that movie also came out like three years ago though the ri- oh that the live action yeah one. no i've not seen that film it's actually not that bad (laughs) i've heard no i've heard it's like it's a fine movie (laughs) it's spongebob so it's it's pretty funny (laughs) okay um there's one that's pretty bad i think it's fish out of water is the bad one the one that came out in like 2016 that in between one yeah i didn't like that one i think sponge on the run so there's the spongebob SquarePants movie classic and then there's spongebob sponge out of water didn't like that one and then there's just the spongebob movie sponge on the run that's the one i like got it I did, I did confuse, it's just Epstein's Island, I just want to clarify. Okay. I think the whole shipping children off kind of against their will to an island thing threw me for a loop there. I didn't like that. It made me uncomfortable. Oh, um, so you gave it 11, 11, I'm right there with you. I gave it a 13. Um, I thought this movie, well, and this is why I laugh, while being a live action, how much of this was animated slash VF, VX, which... I get, we watch Marvel movies, we eat the slop, and a lot of that is fucking VFX. But, like, there wasn't a lot in this that was, like, practical live action. Like, it yeah. was a lot of blue screen Tom Hanks, and that was pretty much it. And, like, I think their little house at the beginning, like, the shop, yeah, the inside of, like, the circus cart. Yeah. There wasn't a lot. No. Um, That being said, there was so much VFX in this, and I thought everything looked like, You know, passable. I didn't notice any like bad CGI. I liked what they did with Pinocchio. He kind of was like, looked a little bit cartoony, almost on purpose, I feel like. Like, he was lifelike, but still kind of had a little bit of like not lifelike, if that makes sense. Kind of like when they blend live action and animated. I thought that was an intentional decision. The foxes were okay. And like, the mouth just didn't line up. It was weird. (laughs) When you have animals, and it was the same thing in The Lion King, when you have like an animal face trying to do like human speech. It always looks funky. Yeah. I thought the lighting was fine. I thought there was like an actual attention to detail. Like, Hey, let's like make this kind of look vibrant in certain areas. And then maybe darker in other areas. Like I noticed there was that attention to detail in some of that regard. I didn't really like the character model of Jiminy cricket, but that is what it is. But it again, looks like he had a luchador mask on. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't incredible. I wouldn't even say it was good, but it was so much that they had to execute that I'm kind of respecting it for that regard, I guess. So that's why I landed at a 13. I might be being a little tough on it, but I don't know. Well, yeah, you're, you're a wannabe movie snob. Huh. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, there's also a live-action Hercules coming out. That wasn't D23. I'm just not sure if you're aware of that. Who's Hercules? The Disney animated movie, Hercules? No, but... Oh, I don't know. I don't you, think they've announced that. Are you talking about the Marvel Studios? No, 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 no. With Roy Kent? No. Maybe See, they'll, they'll just, just do that. Every fucking and they'll just n- knock two birds out with one stone. It's not a bad idea. Um, just multiverse, split it off after that one film in two different universes. So it's the guy who, who, uh, I don't know what the fuck this is saying. Um, The film is produced by AGBO, the production company run by Avengers Endgame's directors Joe and Anthony Russo. They're currently in the process of writing scripts. Or hiring writers, sorry. I think you just let Brett Goldstein star in both franchises. Make two movies. (laughs) Fucking love that guy. I don't think they're doing a Hercules movie. I think he's just going to be scattered in throughout other shit. That's not a big enough property for them to make a Hercules movie. You're right. Like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you, but I can be hopeful. I wish they would do a show, even if it's, like, a six-episode miniseries. It's if you're giving like, fucking Agatha her own show, Hercules earned one. Just – it doesn't even have to – like, I just want to see more Roy Kent, if I'm being honest. 100%. We don't get enough Ted Lasso. It doesn't even have to be, like, now. It could just be, like, the stories of Hercules, and it's just them doing six 30-minute episodes of, like, mythology, you know, events with fucking Roy Kent doing it. Yeah. And, like, introducing that – um like gods in that yeah. pantheon. I'm saying that right? I it's think right so. there. I don't know. Introducing that since we already know all about like Norse mythology. Yeah. Introducing that mythology to the MCU. Be wonderful. Be great. They should hire us. They should for that series. Is he going to show up in Percy Jackson? <sighs> oh no! I think Hercules is Roman gods. Percy Jackson's Greek gods. No, no Zeus though. Zeus was in Percy Jackson's. Greek. No Hercules. Yeah, Zeus is Greek, so yeah. Her- is Hercules in Percy Jackson? Fuck. Well, now I'm confused, because so I'm thinking God of War, and I don't remember if there's ever Hercules in God of War. That's Greek. Um, Greek or Roman? Yeah, Hercules is Roman. Name for Greek hero. What? <laughs> it literally says Hercules is the Roman name for the Greek hero. Oh. Oh, I think Hercules. Heracles. Hercules is, I think, like, dead or something in Percy Jackson. Like, he was alive a long time ago. You know what I mean? Oh. He is from Greek mythology. Did you ever read the – we're just going back on the Percy Jackson tangent yeah. here. Did you ever read those books? No, I watched the Logan Lerman film. Fuck that film. First one's not bad. Second one's horrible. Second no, one's atrocious. So there's the Percy Jackson – That's the Jackson. one they get you, that casino. You remember <laughs> yeah. that? Where they, yeah. I think it's a casino, right, where they're in it and they lose track of time and they're in it for, like, two weeks in the sequel? wasn't it a cruise ship was a casino in a cruise ship or there was a cruise ship in the sequel i don't know if that's the same scene but i know what you're talking about you know where they're inside and they lose track of time yeah. and they're like oh it's fucking been years it's not actually years but yeah okay uh, anyways so there's the Percy jackson books and then rick riordan came out with another series where it's like the roman gods i think i've explained this to you before and the main character's name is jason yeah and like you think it's connect like i think they mentioned percy in the books and everything it's supposed to be like five years down the line or whatever, but like, it's never like connected, connected. Yeah. And just then same universe, different stories. Yeah. But it's like all the same gods. They just call them like different things pretty much. And then like, I'm pretty sure at the end of the second book, like Percy shows up and it was like, Oh fuck. And they I didn't, didn't, I didn't read after that. They did a fucking end credit scene in a book. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sick. But it was imagine like- being the guy who jumps to the back page, just kind of get a feel for <laughs> what's going on and you get fucking spoiled. Yeah. I remember reading that. It was fucking amazing. And then I was keeping up with the books, so I had to wait like another year until he came out with the next one. Bought the next one, never read it. That's where I stopped reading. It's still sitting? I might still have it. It might be in my closet. You should pick it up, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything that happened. Should I just get the Percy Jackson audiobooks and just listen to them in the car? You would. I mean, you would power through them. Definitely. I definitely now, would. just out, just because you're like, oh, he wrote this book, and I'm like thinking it's all based on mythology and stuff, Like, is there a Greek Bible? I don't know because you've got to imagine like all this stuff comes from somewhere like Christianity while being significantly more boring than like the Greek and all the other ones. Like they got a template to go off of for all their stories. Greeks and Norse and all that shit like way cooler. Well, here's an answer on Reddit. Way cooler. The subreddit Greek mythology question. Is there a Greek equivalent of the Bible? Um, There is no one book, but the close equivalents are. The, the- Theogony, Theogony, I feel like I've heard of that before, Okay. the Greek version of Genesis explains the origin of the universe and the birth of the gods and men, the Homeric hymns, ancient songs to the various gods, and the Iliad and the Odyssey, heroic epics. There's also collections of many Greek myths that are worth checking out, mm-hmm. and, and this other, sh- all this other stuff. So. so I wonder if the Bible's kind of like a collection of books. I think it actually is, like the book of Math- Matthew? I don't You're You're talking to the wrong person. But I think it's like a collection of books, whereas Greek, like, no one actually took the time to put them together. Got it. (laughs) What's the first word of the Bible? Does it go in like chronological order? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, honestly. Is it like a story or is it just like advice? No, it's in. First word, in. Is it just, like, advice? Because people, like, okay. No, it's stories. my ignorance. Yeah, but, like, people quote Bible verses. Yeah. As, like, meaning something. So is there, like, also advice in there? Fuck, dude. I don't. In the beginning, God was created. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that is that it was good and God divided the light from the dark they're just like narrating events I think that's what it is I think it's just people narrating events I'm kind of interested in like reading the Bible honestly I don't think I ever will but I would be very interested in reading Terrible grammar Let me let me just go it's through it's been here. like translated you know four times over Sentence 1 in the beginning Sentence 2 and Sentence 3 and Sentence 4 and every single fucking two through 26 skip 27 down to 31 every sentence starts with and you can start a sentence with and i thought that was like a big rule in like proper grammars not to start it because it's like growing up but i mean like i write sentences that start with and well not 27 times in a row but you're not writing like fucking like you know oh yeah just discredit me you're writing just fun (laughs) fun work like you're not being graded (laughs) true <laughs> i'll say it i think god was a bad author oh <laughs> well, i don't think he's the author of this mm. are you sure i don't know i think it's just narration key elements tie if there was like a greek if there was like a greek bible i would read it okay just enjoy the fun stories key elements i gave this a 10 i back to aladdin i feel like they get points for remaking the movie obviously that's what they wanted to do but I can't go any higher than 10 because I feel like they didn't accomplish anything else. Um, They tried being funny a few times. Didn't really think anything was that funny. Besides Tom Hanks did have a meta joke where he's like, wow, you did all that in one day. I was like, huh, making fun of themselves about how ridiculous is kind of, you know, fair. Um, But no, I just, I didn't think it wasn't really emotional for me. I don't know if it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's the original, you know, everything, but I, it is a, version of the original. So they, they have to get credit for that and key elements, I guess. And I, I could see this being like a a family friendly movie. So yeah. 10. Whereas in story, I took away points because like they just did the same thing and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm at a nine here. (laughs) Okay. They wanted to make a Pinocchio movie. They made a Pinocchio movie. They did not improve on it. I think it would, it's slightly worse version of the original, but I think it's key elements is, is this Pinocchio? And I think for the most part, yeah, it's probably Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I, why I landed at 10. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really, like what, like when you do remakes, like that is the category. Yeah. How well do they do it? I think they did it perfectly average. I don't, they didn't improve on it. I think they made it one point worse. That's fair. That's a fair analysis. Right. <laughs> I don't know how else to go about probably that category. Could have landed at that score as well. Characters tie. How much did you enjoy the characters in this Ooh, film? Not one bit, Jay. Not one bit. Not one bit. Not Tom Hanks? No, I've spoken upon the uh, side characters. Yes. Pinocchio voice acting kind of mid. Yeah. Um. What the fuck am I trying to say? Jiminy Cricket, don't like it. Nope. Don't like it one bit. Nope, we do not. Side character of uh, dick, dick Bag Kid, who's a bad influence. Hated like him. It. What about the Foxes? Keegan-Michael Key. I did appreciate Keegan-Michael Key's performance. I like that man and everything he's in. I'm never going to badmouth him. Okay. Fair. Now I wonder if I didn't know it was him going into this. Would I have shit-talked him? I don't know. <laughs> um, Ewan, not Ewan McGregor, that's uh, Obi-Wan. He's the other, he's the other one. The fuck? He's the other know. guy. He was in charge of the island. Luke Evans, there it is. Luke Evans. Oh, it's Luke Evans? Yeah, did nothing. Was not needed in this weird role. Look, Jam, settling at... I'm gonna drop it down. I'm on a four. Oh wow! Um, everything to say, Tom Hanks. I, I didn't speak of Geppetto and the, the biggest casting and the biggest character. Mm-hmm. Was just he just kind of sucked. <laughs> it was unbelievable. There was no emotion. I didn't care about his character. The accent was dog shit. <laughs> he just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a very 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 oh, bad God. cast, top to bottom. I don't think it's a bad cast. I just think it's... Nothing but bad performances? Oh, I thought you meant like a bad casting of Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Just in general. It was Joseph Gordon-Levitt, dog shit as Jiminy Cricket. Tom Hanks as Well, I was just meaning... I don't think... Well, I don't think... I think Tom Hanks could have been a good Geppetto. Mm. I just think the writing and quite frankly... I just don't think he cared. <laughs> like I think so he just phoned it, it in. Phoned dude. it in. Tom Hanks phoned this in, and it feels like he's if only you're... in it for like ten minutes. It feels like too. Yeah, and it feels like if you're like making one of these kind of films, and like you're in it, it's because like oh, this is something I grew up or like my kids liked, and I want to do like this. Just felt like he was like, I mean, I fucking They're paying guess. me how much? Yeah. He's yeah. like Pinocchio. Like you Fucking, I got nothing else. Like I'm interacting with CGI yeah. characters yeah. literally just every me? scene. For him, every scene, and I'm gonna carry around a fish bowl with me in the rain, but somehow the fish bowl isn't overfilling, even though I walked all the way from my house to the school, which we know is a pretty far walk and it was raining pretty hard. Here's the deal, Jay. Goldfish, very much a freshwater fish. Yeah. That bull that bull got contaminated. That fish is dead by the time they get back to the shop. That f- so much bull should have fucking overfilled so in the rain. See uh salt water. Fish is so fucking dead. Yeah. The little cat was adorable. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. The CGI little cat, though, not even a real cat. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which, I, go ahead. Sorry. I j- why? Just get a fucking cat. I gave this a five. Oh, yeah. You're right there with me. Fuck yeah, Jay. Uh, Tom Hanks phoned it in, man. He Hold him accountable. He was just unremarkable in this film. Mm, he just like so. did nothing. Not Not one bit. And he's kind of like the only real actor in this. Like all the other roles are so small. It's almost like, okay, whatever. Like I, I, you know, I I didn't hate the kid. I didn't hate Luke Evans. I didn't really like necessarily hate anyone, but I don't think they added anything. I think you could have fucking taken me and you off the street and got the exact same performance. I didn't like Jiminy Cricket's voice and I thought the Pinocchio kid was fine, but nothing special. And Mm. it was just not a good, there wasn't. Much character development, I guess, like the Pinocchio part of it, but like, like you said earlier, it's not even like wanting to be a boy, and like again, they're just doing the same thing. So how much credit do they really give for that? And this mostly has to do with Tom Hanks just phoning it in for a paycheck, which I Very respect. Bad. He probably made a lot of money in this. I've got to imagine, like, who else are they paying? Now that I know it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he probably made a, a decent little penny. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't Thoughts on Stromboli's performance, with a follow-up question that I'm much more interested in. I'll be honest, that part of the film, I wasn't fully paying attention. Okay. You you remember Stromboli, the big Yeah, he's the big, the, the puppet, puppet master, yeah. puppeteer, whatever his name is. I I, don't, I did not pay attention enough to him to give you an answer to that question. A million dollars on the line, you have to guess one name. What is that actor's name? It's the most on-the-nose, like, if I had to give him one name, this is the name I would give him. Hmm. Giovanni. So fucking close. <laughs> Giuseppe. Giuseppe. <laughs> Dude, Just was, the most on the nose name ever. I was thinking, um, what's his actual name? Just oh no, uh, Stromboli. Oh, never mind. I was I was thinking Geppetto, but that's Pinocchio's dad. <laughs> that's why I was Ge- thinking that. <laughs> oh. Giuseppe. I was pretty close. Giovanni. I'm so confused though. But it's Stromboli as Giuseppe Battinson. That's his name, Giuseppe Battinson. Got it. I don't. I don't understand how his, like everyone else is like this person played this character, but he played this character as himself <laughs> i don't know ty. i don't know i was blown away by the fact that it like giuseppe, it says, he is a giuseppe, giuseppe battison plays mengia Fuwaku. i mean the guy's fucking name stromboli in the movie like that's that's not arguable that is his name <laughs> he has referenced multiple times oh fuck ty how much do you think they spent on this movie oh <sighs> too much I actually don't have a fucking budget here on Wikipedia. They're ashamed of it. They're not even mentioning it? I'm sure actually like, Google bury it. it. Bury it under so many fucking walls. Oh, this isn't the right movie. They are trying to bury it. <sighs>
0: Ooh.
2: I actually have it. I want you to guess how much they spent on it. Two hundred. One fifty. Jeez. That and was- it's estimated. Oh no, wait a minute. No, that's bu- that's budget. It says box office in big letters, and then below it, it says budget. Jesus Christ! Way too much mo- money. Disney's made a lot of shit recently, man. I don't get it. I don't, but so much good stuff. True. They literally just have a vice grip on our lives, just making us watch bad movies and then good movies. Yeah. And like, are the good movies even good movies, or are we just suckers for the slop? I don't even know at this point. I will say Coco. like i'm not gonna take that one away that's a good film (laughs) Plus pixar uh moana i mean that's that goes that's that you know without saying um enjoyment tie look based on my scale i usually i have uh i just changed my score to bb um i one through five is like absolutely hated it despised it blah 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 i wouldn't put that film in this category i didn't sit there this like thinking like oh i fucking hate this movie blah 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 all this stuff That being said, I don't ever want to watch it again. I'm not going to recommend it to anyone, so I only gave it one point higher than that one through five. I gave it a six. Three weeks running. Three weeks running, I have given a movie a six enjoyment. Really? I gave Hunk for Jesus a six. I gave Me Time a six. We are now sitting with Pinocchio at a six. Wow. I want to watch a good film. We had a fucking eight from The Incredible Hulk and then a three from Day Shift before that. I'm so tired of bad movies, Jay. Our last good movie was Bullet Train. Which? <sighs> nope. Nope was a 14. Enjoyment. Bullet Train was after Nope, though, I think. I may have got him out of order, but I have Bullet Train after. Yeah, hey, what well, Bullet Train was after because I remember being excited because I was one the movies. It was. It was, it was after. Scared. You're right. Yeah. I was talking to Ryan about this. We're in like a, a dead spell for movies. It's Does gross. this happen every year in September, August? I don't know. When kids go back to school. Now- I remember when the pandemic first happened, I was telling Riley this, like I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about like, you know, when everything opens back up, we're going to have this influx of movies because everything's pushed back. It's going to be great. But then there's going to be this dead spell after that influx where studios are catching up to all the lost time of COVID. And I wonder, but see, there's two things is one, like, well, my question is like, is, are we in that dead time where studios are catching up? I don't even know if that theory plays out though, because I feel like production companies went back to product, you know, producing movies a lot quicker than we expected during COVID. Like they yeah. were back producing three months after. So they were making shit. Just the you know, movie theaters weren't open to release it. Yeah. But they were on set with COVID restrictions. So I, I don't know. Like I, 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 I think it's just the time of year. I, yeah, it's gotta be something. Cause it's just been one after another, after another that have really fucking bummed me out. Yeah. And it's like, I, We had a nice little run there for a minute, and then we just hit this fucking wall. We fell off a cliff. And, like, what's even coming up? I know we got Marcel the Shell with shoes on next week, which, again, cinematic masterpiece, Ty. You want to watch a good movie? You're watching a good one this week. I can't wait. I'm so fucking excited to watch a good piece of art. It's Follow that. We have on September 28th, Don't Worry Darling. All signs are pointing to that being dog shit as well. And, and it did, looked like it was going to be really good. Yeah. When did Marcel the uh, Shell with Shoes on, like, actually come out? Because I know this is a digital-only, not streaming. Because a while ago. A while ago. Yeah, like, we're just throwing a good movie into the slate of bad movies. Yeah. Um. It released – well, streaming, it just got released on the 6th. But I think it was, like, a um, Sundance film or something like that. But, yeah. This sucks. It's 824. This, this really sucks. It's fucking great though, Ty. You're going to you're going to thank me. I I really really am looking forward to a good film. But yeah, it's been a bad run. I will say. What's after? Don't worry, darling. I know you're our schedule guy. I was hoping you wouldn't ask that yet. I don't have that part of the schedule filled out and my like the website that I use for movie releases, I have it saved, but it's still saved back in like July, so every time I load it up, I have to like jump forward and click uh, multiple times, which is what I'm doing right now while I'm talking to fill this dead space mm-hmm. until I reach the month of September. And then at that point, I may actually have to look at the movies that are coming out in October uh, to see what's on the docket. I'm actually looking now. I think I can just jump and change months. Hold on. <laughs> are you on uh, movieinsider.com? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm already there with you, buddy. Um, it. What do movies usually come out? Fridays. So October
1: seventh, it would be like the first
2: big day. So October seventh, we're looking at Lyle Lyle Crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was the second one. I I don't see like nothing that stands out. What am I? Holy what, shit! So many movies come out. What am I doing here? The Redeem Team. They just announced it. That's already coming out. It's a Netflix. Uh, documentary about the redeem team the uh, olympics team 2008
1: fuck yeah us okay. is so
2: good at basketball olympic basketball that we got bronze or something in 2004 yeah. and it was considered like the biggest like athletic national travesty ever so then all the nba stars had to come back in 2008 and call themselves the redeem t- team because they came in third it's incredible <laughs> they're like we have such a fucking disappointment <laughs> we <laughs> Our- need to come back and be better October 14th, we have Halloween ends, but I don't want to watch a scary movie. So, I'm not even seeing the Don't Worry Darling release. I'm I'm completely fucked here. I'm lost in it. I do know coming up uh, somewhat soon. It, oh, there it is. Don't Worry Darling, September 23rd. So, then we follow that September 30th release date. We are looking at... Isn't the Billy Eichner movie? Is that when that comes out? Bros. Yes. Yep. I'm very excited for that. We're looking at Bros. Ideally, that's good. Um I would I would probably very much. Me a enjoy that. Someone said they liked it, so it was just one guy's opinion, but Okay. That's I don't know how he's already seen it, but good for that one guy. Now I will say that same week the uh Anade Armis, Brad Pitt, Marilyn Monroe biopic, Blonde comes out on Netflix. Which will probably be the biggest movie that week. So maybe we do a double? I don't know. Maybe Maybe for our audience's sake, we don't review that movie, because it might be too adult. It's rated NC-17. Well, we were just talking about how much of a dry spell it is, so I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to review both. That's a good point. Have you ever watched Billy on the Street? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay, good. Um, we never I gave I our enjoy final Billy score Eichner. I just, I'm sorry. I'm so fucking done with this. Final score, I gave it a 36 out of 100, Jay. Okay, I gave it a 44. Yeah, not that big of a difference. You're a little bit higher than me, but both agree, bad film, not bad. Not fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. No, not yeah. within our lines. It's below our line. But we do not draw the line, which is 0 really? to 25. Yeah. Drawing like, the line, you got to be very bad. Would you give it 44? Yeah. Drawing the line, you're bottom, bottom barrel film. This is a notch above. Sitting at a 40. Never giving a flat 40 out. It's actually in a, a weird spot where it's two and a half below the one above it, and it's two in front of the one it's in front of. Uh, Mulan, another... Remake. We didn't even mention that earlier when we were talking about bad remakes. Yeah. You gave these two the same score, Mulan exactly. and Pinocchio. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I don't either. That's very like up. very accurate place for it to be sitting. Yeah. What did I give The Lion King? The we Lion never did King that. Here? I've never seen it. We weren't doing the scale yet, I don't think, when that came out. Oh, I think. No, I just talked about it. Yeah. I just said that it was a bad film. Yep, so I never saw it. Hmm. I like didn't see it the first week or whatever because we were busy and then you said how bad it was and other people told me how bad it was and I was like, okay, I'm just not going to see this. I'm not going to waste my time. That's g- good. That's good for you. I'm glad you didn't have to go through that. <sighs> bad film, tie. Reminiscence and Bliss, two separate, just going to like the movies that it's around. Those feel like they should be right next to each other. Yeah, very similar films. Yeah, I get bliss fifty six though. Oh, that's the Owen Wilson bump, baby. Too high. No, nah, I liked it. I stand by that. Um, random Rotten Tomatoes review. I'm doing a Tom Hanks movie. Time I'm telling you that because I this doesn't have a hint in the what call in the review itself. Okay, so oh, I familiar just, are you with Tom Hanks? You seen Tom Hanks? No, movies? not. I mean, I know of some. Castaway, Catch Me If You Can, uh, Forrest Gump, Yep. Toy Story One, Two, Three, and Four, and Four forgot about four Pinocchio I've now seen Pinocchio <laughs> there's that one where he's the he's the guy who flew the plane into the Hudson solely solely yeah. you ever seen that movie no the review quote part of <laughs> the review quote Tom Hanks flies a really big plane <laughs> into a river part history part comedy and part soap opera blank movie title and the blank is not a hint. Not saying it's only one word. Not saying Just, it's not only one word. <laughs> Just continue. Part history, part comedy, and part soap opera. Movie name casts a pretty wide net. For the most part, it's a net that's good fun to get caught in. Part history, part comedy, and part soap opera. Part type. history, part comedy, part soap opera. Pretty wide net, but it's a good net to get cast in. So it's got to at least have some laughs because as soon as you said history, I was like, "This is solely this is the history of a guy landing a plane in the Hudson." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get rid of that. Yep. Comedy. I, I would think something like Toy Story I would consider comedy. Was uh, that history? Not history. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. So then I'm stuck thinking of what other films he's been in, um, and that's or is that where you're struggling? That's where we're struggling. Now, Catch Me If You Can feels like it could be that film. Now, I've never seen it, but I'm pretty sure it's about, like, a guy catching someone robbing banks or some shit. I don't know. Um, It's got DiCaprio in it, right? It's got DiCaprio in it, but that feels like it could be based on, like, a real story of someone hunting someone down, trying to catch him if they could. You know, one would say. Did you only bring up that movie as your thought process because that was the only Tom Hanks movie you could think of? Like, did you fit a square hole? Well, I've already already said the movies that I could think of, and now that, like, I'm just trying to make the shoe fit here. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's Catch Me If You Can, final guess, A League of Their Own tie. Oh yeah, he's in that. Yeah, and it. I feel like after I said it, I was like, ooh, part history, like that's a historical. Yeah, no, I definitely could have probably. Yeah. Now, now I'm curious if that also fits for Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> no idea. Um, a League of Your Own though has a not as high as of a Rotten Tomato score as I would have thought. It's like eighty two, eighty one. Also, it's uh, the picture, like the little video on the top of the page is a picture from the movie uh, 42. Oh, that's a different film. Yeah. So That's the There's No Crying in Baseball movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I've played at that field. You have? I don't think I've ever actually seen it. have. Film. I have seen it, uh, watched it. Um, not for my film class, actually. For my uh, women's media, women's. Women's history? Women's culture class? I took some like women yeah. culture, women history empowerment. class. It was eye-opening, Ty. Nice. Do you consider yourself a feminist? Sure. Nice. More power to females. Hell yeah. Good shit. I feel vindicated. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, Catch Me If You Can, the movie, is based on the book Catch Me If You Can, Colin. the amazing true story of the youngest <laughs> and most daring con man in the history of fun and profit. <laughs> So I feel vindicated. I was on track there. That review could be oh, a copy and paste. And it's a comedy drama. It said the review said soap opera comedy and history. So you you I don't I don't see comedy, but I'll take it. Well, on Wikipedia it says Catch Me If You Can It's a auto American biogra- biographical crime comedy drama. I I feel so like I'm fine with that L. That feels like a Now did you stumble into that L cuz that was literally the only other Tom Hanks movie you could think of? I maybe, but I'm not like Like if you would have just thought of Polar Express, would you have talked yourself into that? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know this one i feel like i like maybe i talked myself into it but all the all the seeds were there i want to see it i want to watch it catch me if you can yeah never seen it yeah okay. have you seen it I, you said if you did i don't remember no i have not i think i've seen clips of it next week we'll review catch me if you can nope <laughs> <laughs> um that's all i got for you ty next week rather than reviewing that we are reviewing marcel the shell with shoes on now we didn't explain this this is just a very 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 well received film mm-hmm. sitting at like a 99 percent mm-hmm. on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. some are calling it film of the year uh um, i'm not sure i disagree it seems to be incredible it seems like the most wholehearted movie you could watch um based on the trailer and everything this film we've said it before it is only on like the digital what you have to buy it not streaming Mm-hmm. but go watch it because uh jason you've seen this this is actually gonna work out good for a movie that isn't like a premiere sell it to the audience so they go and watch it and listen with next week i always say my <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> what? <laughs> what? i always say <laughs> well i always say my favorite thing about a movie is <laughs> if it can i always say the best truck to drive <laughs> is a dodge ram <laughs> i just freaking do an ad and then i sell the movie um i mean this technically is an ad for the movie um my favorite type of movie is a movie that can make me laugh and cry and this movie made me laugh and cry more so than any movie since uh what i call the greatest animated film of all time mitchell's versus the machines so damn um not animated though this movie live action stop motion stop motion i think a little bit of like vf on top of the stop motion but not like a lot um Look, so everything, everywhere, all at once, I declared as movie of the year back in April when we watched it and reviewed it. We got a competitor? Don't get, don't tell me, but do we have a competitor? We do. Mm-hmm. We very much do, Time. That's why you guys uh, should go watch it and tune in next week when we talk about that. Yep. That's all I got. <laughs> nice. Okay. Do you have any other, like, Dodge Ram? No, I'm good. You're good? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> go watch it. Go buy it. Get it on Voodoo. Streaming. Um, and then don't worry, darling, the following week. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.